0: The following is a KPV MediaWorks production.
1: Choose your fighter.
0: We're on. What's up, AJ? What's going on, bro? What we have here is Parappa. And if there's anybody in the FGC who deserves the nickname, The Watcher, the guy who goes to all these events and you might as well be the historian of the fgc Ah, it's you
1: i mean thank you
0: (laughs) how many events have you gone to i mean you've gone to a lot of big events i mean not just the regional ones you've gone to evo combo breaker ceo
1: yeah funny enough um the first first event like i mean there's a difference between major and you know just no regionals or fgc event you know um the first one i went to was actually evo 2014. so i mean outside of like you know just a couple locals you know how i met you guys really um yeah that was that was when i started my journey basically
0: what were your experiences like at evo everybody has different experiences you know <laughs> especially being the first one i've never had the chance to go to one i've always been a twitch monster a stream monster as they like to be called but you were there in person I've seen what's the atmosphere like.
1: Man, well the atmosphere is unbelievable. And that's the reason why I go and that's the reason why I went, you know. It just so happened that Evo was the first event that I went to, you know, so uh but the atmosphere is the reason why I kept going back and it's the reason why I, you know, I got into this, you know just I've seen yeah you know, I' just seen it so much you know it's it's 2020 now and I'm thinking all the way back to 2014 Best
0: six years yeah
1: exactly so it's and I've seen like the you know just the kind of like the evolution of the event itself and just FGC as a whole you know so it's just even though I'm kind of, I'm technically a baby in the grand scheme of things it's it's surprising how much you see.
0: Well, again you're a fly in the wall you're a baby as you like to call it and you've seen a lot but what was your first event that you ever attended
1: uh, like locals uh, just any, any, any... any
0: competition wise uh maybe you attended because you loved the scene and you wanted to take it to the next level let me go to a maybe. competition yeah let me let me compete or let me just go watch what was your first
1: so boy now I, got I mean things. being
0: from New York you had a lot of options
1: yeah I mean yeah but um surprisingly I've kind of been like um <laughs> Uh, sheltered I guess for lack of a better term it, um, because no, I've been living upstate for a certain um, borough folk
0: yeah Westchester baby yeah Yonkers. Westchester yeah World exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, you know but um, because I, I'm from Yonkers and um, the arcade scene in you know Westchester wasn't really popping like that and you know, I'm a '91 baby, so it's like I'm I'm not traveling down to the city just to hit up Chinatown or anything like that. You know? Yeah, you missed out on the so big arcade. Yeah, so mine was any arcade experience was Bodegas, or just um, you know uh, Nathan's on Central Avenue.
0: Uh, the big arcade room that they oh, had. Oh yeah,
1: man. My my good memories there, but obviously it's not like not like your your prototypical. FGC arcade, you know, it's just a regular arcade with a couple fighting games in there, you know. Of course, yeah. But um, like first local to like like actively compete in or just to watch competition, whatever. I'll have to say it's got to be.
0: Well, it wasn't Clarkson's corner. I because... think. It, I think it might have been because we uh, KPB had they were we were holding weeklies there.
1: Yeah, but this was before the weeklies, so I'm pretty sure like the first like tournament. That I wanted to, that I went to and like try to compete. In it was, um, it was at Clarkson's, and it was just before Kick Punch Block started doing the weeklies. It was a, a Smash Brothers Brawl tournament.
0: Clash tournaments held it. I, I think that's really pro- the only proof that probably. I know of that did anything else besides that up there.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was, but you know, at the time I wasn't savvy, wasn't paying attention to like organizers or anything like that. It was just like i play smash brothers there's a tournament like you know what let me try my hand you know
0: actually now that i think about it clarkson's corner you brought a copy of project m in there and i've actually never seen this i'm like aj what is this project m it just looks like smash brothers melee but what was that exactly Uh, because i wasn't well versed in that was it just brawl with melee mechanics yeah
1: that's exactly well for the most part, that's what it was, man. But, jeez, you're bringing it back to the roots. The roots, man, jeez. So, um...
0: I just remember, can I pick Dr. Mario? Yes. Okay, yep. I'll play. Yeah, you're in there. <laughs>
1: that was one of my selling points for me, man, because I, uh, I I played the hell out Dr. Mario back in Melee. But um, the allure of the attraction was, like, anyone that's played Smash Brothers knows the issues with Smash Brothers Brawl.
0: That's for sure, man. What, Matter Knight?
1: I mean, he's just the tip of the iceberg, man. It's just, woof. But anyway, I mean, I I still, I have respect for for Brawl and it's, you know, it's competition and whatnot, but just like, man, it had, I mean, the director intentionally put in stuff to be anti-competitive, you know what I mean? What? Uh, You don't know. (laughs) No. All right, so, you know, you remember I
0: know of the Smash Brothers uh, competition. Okay. I just never knew this hatred that they had for the director of these games. I-
1: it was some It was well. I mean, it was directed at him because he, you know, he's head man in charge, and you know, his his word is law for the game, you know. But um, oh, of
0: course, yeah, he's he's the director. But he's it, the guy who runs things.
1: The game took a lot of heat, but just without even going into it, um, I mean, the, like tripping in brawl was like there was a mechanic that's random tripping. It's like you're dashing around and just randomly because it's there's a mechanic in the game. Your character will fall over and you're prone. Yes. So that's terrible. It's basically a, a ran, random stun at any point in time without warning.
0: At the time, what was your interaction with the Smash community? You said yourself, you're a Smash, you are a Smash player. I don't think I've ever saw you compete in anything but Smash. I mean, you know, at Clarkson's we did play some HD Remix, but again, those were weeklies. There's a big difference between yeah. weeklies and going to an actual big e event final round. What were your interactions with the Smash community at the time?
1: Smash was, you know, the um, funny enough, like, the friends that got me into the scene, you know, it was started with Smash. Um, it started with Smash because, you know, this was high school. For me, high school years, it was between 05 and 09. So, this was right before Street Fighter 4 kick-started everything up again, you know. So, there was no current Street Fighter and you know like lean the helm at the time for you know casual fgc or anyone that's in fighting games it was like tekken really you know and my I was nowhere near as good as tekken still not i still got legit and probably learning that game but the interactions with the smash community you know it's um kind of been a mixed bag but you know there's like what any ain't seen man there's good people there's a couple headaches you know
0: there seems to be more bad in that one than good And I'm not just talking about the most recent happenings that have been going on there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it hasn't been, it's been a, God, I hate, I hate to use this, but like the, the stereo, any stereotypes against the Smash community, I've kind of like seen firsthand, unfortunately, but it's all the more reason to, you know, find, you know, if you find good people, you hang on to them and you, you know, make, make it a point to keep them around, you know?
0: How did you join Kick Punch Block? How did you get together with the guys?
1: Get together with you guys. It was, you know, was just like. So, now I gotta think about this because at the time I was, you know, I was in college. I was at a, um, Westchester Community College.
0: Oh, the Harvard of West, um, <laughs> the Harvard of the Northeast, as they call it. Sure. Uh, the the two year Harvard. Excuse me. They have a program for everything up there. Yeah, sure.
1: So, at the time, this was circa 2012. Um, and I ran into. I was wearing like I don't know one of my early Street Fighter shirts, and um, I was um, was getting ready for uh, a tournament, uh, actually Cross Tekken tournament at play and Trade, and
0: James is all play Oh yes, well, best place ever. <laughs>
1: um, it was a um, it was a team. It was supposed to be a team um, a team tournament for Cross Tekken, and then, Reed was going to be my partner. And we were, um... I spent the past two weeks... Because he, he never touched Tekken at all. So I spent the past two weeks showing him, like, the mechanics of, like, how the Tekken roster worked. You know, just so he could get a, an idea of how to play against them defensively. What to look for and whatnot. But, um... So as I was getting ready to go there, I was I finished my classes. I was getting ready to go. I run, ran into this dude. Um... I wonder if anyone still remembers him. Um, he used to be a Clarkson's uh, regular, uh, Damian, from the old uh, RTP crew.
0: Yes, I remember him. And it
1: was just like, it was, he was like, yeah, he told me about um, Clarkson's corner because he, he seen my shirt. And he's like, oh, you into to games? like, yeah, uh, this place Clark, Clarkson's corner runs uh, weeklies or tournaments or whatever, whatever the hell he told me, right? So then I'm like, all right, cool, something to check out get ready we head over and the, the tournament was a disaster it wasn't doubles it was it, it boiled down to singles and if you remember those monitors man if you swim on the water with those monitors well they
0: didn't have gaming monitors like the aces oh at the man time. they were
1: no they were far it was from aces
0: yeah it was just a put together tournament by a group of guys who just wanted to have something fun for themselves with yeah, you know, like the was, hopes of some other players coming by?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a local, you know, so it's not it's not up to snuff, and you know they ain't any better. It's just for fun, whatever.
0: Well, at the time, you know, locals, people were just putting so much stuff together. They it wasn't anything professional. Yeah, and then when you got actual players showing up, and they're complaining about monitors, some of these guys look at it. Yeah, like, it what, just, what are they talking? Yeah,
1: about? Yeah, just look at it. And you had two heads. but you didn't know at the, at that time. That yeah. was like at the time. That was like making kind of making that that mainstream jump but i go to the tournament lo and behold damien's there so it was just like it felt like like some kind of synchronicity you know so i was like i gotta i gotta i see this dude i gotta head over to clarkson's and then sure enough stuck around long enough run to you guys
0: (laughs) started doing our weeklies there by the way to go back the people who don't know but play and trade in westchester on central park avenue Oh, that was the haven. Yeah, that was, it, that was the best. It place. was,
1: man. We're we're having a- anecdotal um discussions because we're you know we know know each other from way back, but you know. Did it's Jose just ever
0: like, work there? I've, <sighs> I, I've always just had this weird idea that he. I know Andy worked there. Yeah, but Jose, did, did, did he work there? No, or no, he just no stu- no he didn't. He just hung out there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna blame him either.
1: Sorry, guys, we're just throwing out random names that they had, with no context whatsoever. <laughs> No worries. Keep it moving.
0: <laughs> well, that was Smash Country. The yeah, the was of just people, Smash Country. the yeah. amount of people that would show up at that little store for the most random Smash tournament was amazing. Yeah, I think and how many ringers
1: used to show up too. How many what? Ring, uh, ringers. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I think Ray told me one time. Ray used to be this worker there. It's. You could pay that guy four dollars an hour, and he would still not leave that place. He
1: he basically lived there. Yeah, yes, he. <laughs> he
0: well, he might as well did. He lived across the street. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you heard that amazing story about how James must have fired him three thousand times, and the guy just so would I've not heard. want to go away.
1: Just to circle back to me being a baby and the new face to everything. I was. I came late to that. To that. That nucleus. That plane trade nucleus Ray, as well.
0: Going back to Ray I think he told me the most players he ever had there and again this is a small store It's a small gaming store about 65 for Smash Bros. brawl I believe it was yeah, Six. I think
1: it was something crazy like that and we they had some crazy smash turnouts and the store was small you know there was but hardly any stay in the room and once you had like once you get like 10 people in there it's crowded Oh, know? of
0: course oh it's, it, it was a nightmare some I some of them, you know, I believe one time they had to put monitors outside with extension courts because they realized if they didn't do something, the tournament was going to run till 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man.
1: Before my time. Before my time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you joined Kick Punch Block, you were helping out, you know, running streams, running brackets, doing anything you can for the team.
1: I went whenever I could. Well, funny enough to go back to Clarkson's corner, um, you know, when I first met you guys and whatnot. You know, I was I was just I, I just you know I just wanted to be good Samaritan and just help you guys out because you know you guys were there every week. You Friday know, just nights, went, yeah, Friday nights. Damn, again, uh, nostalgia waves over me. <laughs>
0: Was uh, about twenty thirteen? No, twenty twelve. I believe twenty
1: twelve. It's a twenty thirteen, maybe, maybe early twenty fourteen. Um, yeah. So it's just you know, obviously, you know, you're you're regular. You get friendly with the regulars. You know, you guys were running it, so you guys were running. You know, th- you know, th- you know th- you what know, well, was hot at the time. At the time, it was it Injustice, was Street it was Justice Street Fighter Four. Probably AE twenty twelve at that time. Um. Marvel, Marvel 3, at that time, depending on what what time frame you're
0: talking about, Vanilla or even Ultimate, you know. And being in Westchester, that was one of the spots where I could, where if I remember, we were getting a lot of NYC players specifically for Marvel 3. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, well, Yonkers, Scarsdale, they're they're upstate. I'd rather go all the way to next level in Brooklyn instead of going, taking that trip up to Scarsdale. But when we ran Marvel 3 stuff, they showed up.
1: Yeah, which I never really I never really understood, because, man, that's the next level trek is a trek. Now, I, I say that, I preface this with, I've never been to next level, but I've heard you know, accounts of people of friends that have gone, and it's just like it's a trip.
0: Hey listen, I drive, I've, I've been out to next level two times. The amount of traffic, the hustle, the annoyance just to get over there i don't have anything against henryson i don't have anything against the establishment Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. any place where you have gamers competitive gamers especially in the ftc Mm -hmm. getting together to do what we love Mm -hmm. it's great but that that thing is just too much of a trek i mean even on train it's at at least from where i live it's almost an hour away it's like no thank you
1: we we know firsthand experience from clarkson's corner that location location is a big factor you know yeah, but yo know, Clarkson's corner man was some good times it was good meeting you guys and going back to Project M man it's like you guys were running like the legit like FG quote quote FGC stuff and I know that there was you know there was a demand for Smash you know the kids there that, that were playing cards and whatnot, they they lean towards Smash. So
0: oh, every single time something amazing happened in Smash, they're they're looking. Even, yeah. Even when they're playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah, exactly. What's going it on t- in Smash it, over there. It
1: turned their heads, you know. It wasn't, you know, obviously it was Street Fighter. like, yeah, that's cool, but like I threw on whenever I threw on Project Dan, it was like, yo. And also, it's Project M, yeah. too. So I was like, yo, what's this?
0: I see Mario so, beating up Yoshi. What's happening <laughs> over there? Isn't he supposed to be riding him? Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I I I don't remember how I came. Um, how I came upon Project M, but um, it I I just found it and I was you know, I was heavy on Smash at the time, I just knew the, the issues with Brawl, and it's just like, hey, this is a mod that, um, oh, that's what it was. I was messing around with, um, um, there's a with uh, hacking my Wii basically, that's yes. all I was, I, that's basically how I got introduced with that, the homebrew channel and all that, so. Um, Are we allowed
0: to talk about that?
1: I don't know. I just did, so <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal.
1: It was just, I. I wasn't really going for the emulators. I was going for going for Chicos, basically, for my Wii games because I'm a Game Shark kid, and I've had. I have a long history of backlog, and I'm just all about getting through it as quickly as possible.
0: Who would win between the Game Shark and the Game Genie? That's something me and my brother always asked ourselves. <laughs> I mean, at one point, you do have a shark, and the, game the other guy, he's a red genie. So
1: this was before I knew about like looking through old glitches and stuff like that. So Game Shark got me a uh, Mew in back in Gen One. So I, I'm by by that alone, I say Game Shark. <laughs> but um,
0: I I liked, I always liked I always thought the shark would win because I love Jaws. That's probably one of my favorite movies. I can't think of any movie where Genie's a badass. He wasn't a badass in Aladdin. Nah.
1: Eh. Depends on what, oh, what, no, what medium.
0: You ever saw those movies? Those all Death Wish movies. All
1: Death Wish movies. I have not, but uh, I don't. Wow. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! It doesn't matter anyway because they all lost the action replay anyway.
0: Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> oh my god, yes, they did. Thank God for the action yeah. replay.
1: But that's what introduced me to that the whole homebrew channel and the, that and that whole rabbit hole. So I was like, oh, Project M. And it's like this this mod puts Mewtwo back in the game. It puts Roy back in the game. So it's like characters that were missing. That's that's what hooked me in because I'm I'm a big I'm big on having big rosters and like like keeping the old nucleus intact and i know mewtwo was whacking melee but just the the opportunity to have him have him back just as a pokemon fan was just like this is this warrants you know something to look into
0: well if you love big rosters you must love ultimate
1: yeah uh, i do
0: how many characters are in that game now
1: all of them all of them
0: (laughs) Well, not even talking no, about Well, to skins. put a, to
1: put a number on it now, I mean, well, before the DLC, it was it was hitting roughly like 73, 74 in that ballpark. With the DLC now, it's almost at 8. I'm pretty sure it's close to if not at 80, 80 characters.
0: Retro, how many characters are in Ultimate? Fact check. i want to say 80 to 81.
1: There 80 to go. 81. Yeah. So so I was just I was just like, you know, you guys are just running the FGC stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Just let me bring my um, Let me bring my copy. You bring have my passion coffee. for it. Yeah. You still do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Project M for what it did. I mean, it was... One second. <laughs> water because check. Water check. Yep. Stay hydrated. Remember um, that, kids. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, when it comes to Smash... And it's the franchise I'm talking about. It's um, it's, I mean, any any video game franchise has ups and downs, and each iteration has its hallmarks and its quirks and its what the fuck moments. Like, what you, what's happening here? Um, but, um, but project M, it was obviously intended to be brawl in a. Uh, melee engine from, you know, faults and all. Like, they reverted Fox right back to his his old his old form, his dominant form, basically, with a little you know, tweaks here and there. But it's melee Fox and Falco, too. It was, it was more obvious with Falco, because if you remember, and you could see that in the later Smash games, his reflector, he tosses it, mm-hmm. and that originated in Brawl. Project M he's got Stationary reflector, just like melee, you know. So it's it is one of those, you know, those things, those curious things that makes you go, hmm, okay, that's I see. This is where the where the bias kind of leans in a little bit. But overall, Project M brought like a lot of balance changes, made a lot of characters viable, and I I was big on that because you know it's for as big a roster is, you know, it's it sucks when only five characters are like legit you know like, or worth playing
0: almost like marvel 2
1: yeah exactly that's that's a, a big time offender but that's another story for another another day <laughs> but yeah so just brought brought my um my setup over and you know it drew through the crowd and then you know just you know just hanging out it, it was became
0: all, a weekly thing
1: yeah it was a weekly it comes thing. aj
0: with his uh we project them yeah it's got some people then there. Yeah, I was like again, Smash Country. That's what Westchester is. It is Smash Country. Yeah,
1: I was. It was funny because if looking back on it, I was kind of like um, Kick Punch Block uh, DLC. Really, <laughs> One of the original it's just like DLC. it's just like you know, you guys had you know the you know Street Fighter, Marvel, Killer Instinct at that time. Certain certain days, um, Injustice, Injustice. Maybe maybe depending on the mood. Uh, Mortal Kombat. I remember you used to bring your Dreamcast and ro- run Project Justice too. So whenever you were feeling like it, you know it's um and like you got all of that and like all right here, here's my Wii, here's this, here's this uh Smash mod that's like pushing, getting a big push from the scene right now and like this is just you know the introduction. It's like yo, you if you like Brawl, if you didn't like it, this is maybe you like this. If you like melee, well. This is, like, an updated melee, basically. So, like, if see if you like it. And then it drew a crowd and we had fun.
0: When did you take your... When did when did your passion for writing about FGC events start? Because so, you do reviews. You've also told me you've somewhat, done yeah. articles into game mechanics. What else do you do?
1: So, now this... this well, excuse me, in. what else do you write about? Excuse what else I write about? Well i always been, ever since I was little, that's weird, just picture like a six-year-old AJ taking like construction paper and folding it and making writing books like, no, nah, no nah, origami, just like pages, making pages, making a booklet and whatnot, like one-page sentences. So it's was like, I always kind of had like an itch for writing. It's weird because I I struggled in English through school. It was odd. <laughs> I used to get writer's block, but I guess, I guess that's the sign of being a writer. But, um, fast forward past, you know, Clarkson corner days, um, to like our, our weeklies weren't weeklies anymore. Um, you know, obviously being, it's always a friend to you, to the group, to you guys, you know, um, whatever, whatever locals or whatever it was, any local FGC stuff, try it, try to support and, you know, try to get involved, you know, dip my toe in it, so to speak. Um, I knew that um, at the time, this was 20, 2014, maybe early 2015, probably early 2015 now. Um, I knew at the time, you know, on the, on the website, the Kick Punch Block website that we had, um, you know, AfroDynamic, he Mike. was he was one man banning those articles, man, for, for, for a while. Rodney was was involved here and there, but, you, you know, Prime is, you know, he's...
0: He's a busy man.
1: He's a busy man. He's got... That stuff is on the background for him. He's got a lot of more important things to, to handle. So, it was, like, uh, left on on Afro's shoulders for... Yes, it was.
0: Mike was running for, the website. He was running the Facebook page. I believe for a while he was administrating the Twitter page. Yeah, he was and- like... He he had a lot on his hands.
1: Yeah, at that time, he was running like the a lot of those uh, social media outlets that that we had at the at that time. Um, so I've seen. Was he the
0: one who recognized your talents first?
1: He did, and that's and that's where that's where I got and you know introduced officially joined the, joined the team. So it's like. I've seen him, you know, we were talking passing, you know, just like, you know, he's I, I'm like, he's really like going at it. He's pumping out all these articles at his own free time as, you know, most things with FGC. This is for a lot of us, if not all of us, it's just a passion project. You know, well, it's, it's a hobby. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, not many people going to Mike, uh, like you said, taking his free time to do this out of a love. Yeah. You know, not many people get paid to to basically run FGC articles, no. gaming articles in general. No. No. You have to outside of IGN. Again, I've been out of the loop for a while or not, not many people who do it at this level. They're just doing it just for the love. Yeah.
1: Especially at that time, this is 2015, you know. So it was just before before, you know, like that e- that esports swoop in to the FGC try to try, a, you know, pump the big bucks and the quote-unquote big bucks into in at the time but you know we were talking in and and he was like would you want to join the team and be a writer because and we'll you know go back and forth i guess it's just like it's a it's a writer thing you just you recognize another in, in other people you just like you um in it in addition to writers because i'm uh, writing is just like a, an art you know it's it's a craft it's just yet another layer of you know crafting being being artsy basically so an artist recognizes an artist in that regard so he's like want to join the team i was like i i fell for him so i was just like i want to help him out and even if i do like i don't know once a month twice a month just to just to you know Shoulder the weight a little Help bit Help him out Yeah exactly
0: you know, ex- Expand Expand uh, Topics being talked about Yeah And what were some of the first uh, Things you he had you write about Or did, did he give you free reign To write he, about he anything
1: me, He gave me free reign And uh, Prime actually You know He's Funny enough When I When I officially joined He's like I am I was like thanking him And I was like He's like You ain't gotta thank me man This was the Prime's idea So honestly I have to thank Rodney really So i think mike just like just like i guess rec- recommended me basically so but it was um either way i'm grateful I'm i was, I was grateful and they were they were just like i like you said I, I asked i'm like um what you need me anything specific do you need me like like journalize or or uh
0: do you remember the first article you wrote? Do you remember what it was about? What it contained? Yeah.
1: So the first first article.
0: Man, you gave me a little look. I was like, oh boy, here we go.
1: Yeah, because I came I came blazing guns out out the gate. Um,
0: One of those I need to impress right away. No. Did, did, did you? No. Did, did you go full speed without?
1: When I write, man, it's um. When I write, it's uh, it's. I, I'm definitely. I know that I'm a writer because I get into a certain zone that I don't get into anywhere else. Very, ra- very rarely I, I do in um in like fighting games basically, but again it's just passion. But it's a different type of drive when I'm writing. So, um, they gave me, Mike gave me the green light. is like whatever, you know, whatever you want want to go for. It's like all right, cool. So the first first. Technically, the first first article I put out was a um, kind of like a introductory, um, like uh bio, bio kind of like similar to like what we're doing now <laughs> a little bit, but um more so, but in writing format, it's like this is, I'm, um, I I go by AJ, took up the name uh, Parappa as a pen name actually, that's because that's your
0: gamer tag. It.
1: Ironically, it's not my gamertag. tag right? oh, it's not. My gamertag actually is. Um, I mean, this stems back to like the Xbox 360 days. It's um SS4AJ Super Saiyan 4 AJ.
0: Hence the shirt. Yeah,
1: hence the shirt. One of my favorite characters, just from like aesthetics and whatnot. Uh, Gogeta. My favorite color is red, so I'm I'm a sucker for that. And you know, who wasn't a Dragon Ball head at you know mid 2000s? You know, so Super Saiyan 4 AJ, but
0: I thought everybody hated GT though.
1: Everyone does. Eh, GT's got issues, man. But it has it has some merits. It was just um, poorly executed. Was, that that series was just some good concept, poor execution. But that's that's something else for another day. <laughs> <laughs> that's another that's another three hours. Um, but um, so
0: you probably won't yeah. get that one with me because I haven't even seen Super yet. I didn't even know that existed until Mike told me Because well, I don't really watch anime I'm, anymore
1: I'm going to say a little something A little blasphemous As as much as I proclaim to be A Dragon Ball fan I've only seen, I haven't seen much of Super either
0: I know they got blue hair now I don't know what that means But may, maybe I'll get to it
1: I, I, time. I, 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 I got you When we'll, we we'll get off here <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, so, educate me please Yes, I, 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 will, I will It's a long story But um yeah, I took up the pen name Parappa because I figured it was. I got. I'm joining a crew named Kick Punch Block again. I was big Parappa the rapper head back in the day. You know, I I loved that game too. You know, so i was surprised that no one on this crew took up the tag Parappa. So it's just like I mean, we had um we had Reyes had Master Onion, so he was on on the right track, but not Parappa though. So I'm like screw it let's do it (laughs) i grabbed it now or never yeah so i was just like my the first article i put out was a short and sweet thing it was just like um i go by aj but i'm gonna be kick punch block parappa and it's just like this is what my my introduction into fighting games into the scene itself and just a just a bio something to to click on, something to reference to any time that anyone has a question about me and what is my, uh, I guess, credentials, for lack of a better term, to this scene and to my fandom, basically, you know? Right after that, a month after that, and this would be, like, considered, like, my legit first article on the website. This is, mind you, this is, um mid, I want to say, April 2015. Right. Um, and I had to double check um, earlier today because I had scanned through my old my old articles and see, like, the, the dates and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was around April 2015, and around that time, it was... Um, if you remember, Ultimate Marvel 3, especially in the New York scene. It was Marvel is Dead campaign, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so... I was just like...
0: Marvel 3 is
1: dead. A Marvel from Marvel is dead. So I just... Those were was, some more fun times. Yeah, those was more fun times. And it was even funner to rip into it. So I was just like... Afro gave me free reign. I'm like, alright, let's go. My first article. I still remember. Marvel is... Capitalized, not dead. And basically that... That article went into... The... Still, the passion, you know, in the New York scene, and just in general, the scene, uh, the Ultimate Marvel scene, Marvel 3, of, Ma- right? of Marvel three, you know, it's just like they're saying that this game is dead. But from what I seen at Evo prior and Summer Jam prior in 2014, and you know the you know the stuff you you see on YouTube, the competition, the the passion, the fervor, you know, it, and the um, this was right around the time where like. You know, Virgil was almost not exactly solidified as end all be all anchor and you know that type of stuff. You know, um, there was still there was still a drive for it. There was still a passion for it. There was still fierce competition. There was still rivalries to be seen. And also, there's a whole. You have your. I called it the tier hierarchy because that because the the balance the the parity not the balance the parity of that game the game's roster was lopsided. You had, you know, your Morgans, your Dr. Dooms, your Virgils, your Phoenixes of the game and then you had your Shen- Shenko and Iron Fist and Phoenix right on the bottom and I'm like you guys aren't even looking at the middle here?
0: There are characters there, too. There are
1: characters there, and um, I gotta give shout-outs to our, our boy, Gilbert, the Punisher, for showing us the the, the, Ra- the raccoon Love tech that, at that time, and nobody knew, man, and people ate a lot of log at that time, man.
0: Well, so- you, you say you covered EVO. You covered a lot of events here, and now you're a writer. How do you, as a writer, how do you... Translate everything you've seen onto paper because not many people could write about video game esports events. How? Uh, what was your process to translate everything onto paper, onto a website, right. onto Mike, so that way he could see it? You know, he's the editor. Yeah, he was. Like, my how how do longest. you translate that? Well, because again, not many people were doing yeah. it at the time. Yeah, well, at, at least on the local level, like we've already talked about. Not in-
1: well. There, there was some, some. Coverage, but it was just more so like in you know like, well, lo- blog websites as
0: in depth as you, do, as you do it. Yeah, but it was you have first obviously,
1: obviously twenty twenty. You know, FGC blogs and articles are a lot more rampant than it was five years ago, and, and etc. Et this
0: organization,
1: yeah, well, yeah, um, it's um, like I circle back to what I said that writing's basically a craft. You know, like not everyone is. Um, adept to taking thoughts and putting it on paper or typing it out or writing, whatever it is. Um, I always kind of struggled with, i struggle with speaking. So this doing this is kind of like a new experience for me, but it's, it's, it's whatever I can adapt to it now, but I've always been more at home when I have time to ponder my thoughts, to get it in, um, you know, like, like proofread basically in my mind and, and on paper and whatnot and um, I think that kind of attributed to a lot of my writer's block when I was when I was a kid going through my academic years you know um, I would try to it'd be like so much to get at once and it's just like I can't even get a sentence out but luckily I gotten past that and gotten better as a writer for that but it's in in the respect of doing like taking in the atmosphere and like writing a review. It wasn't a review was more like a re- recount of like my experience basically. And that's kind of, that's kind of like what helped because I'm just, I'm just putting to paper to into words, what I'm seeing, what I experienced and um, what I, um, you know, just felt, you know, and what I felt was when I go out to these events, is like magic. And it's just like, I didn't like five years prior to that, like 2010, 09, when Street Fighter 4 dropped. Like I knew, of course, you know that there's always someone better out there. There's always like some 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 dude out there that's like sick at the at X Game or whatever it is. But I had no idea like there was like like a basically an underground scene of like you know of of names and players and, you know, just, like, a a scene, a legit community, you know, I, I, it did, the thought never occurred, so.
0: You never, the, the idea of a competitive community, though, the way, the way the FGC is? Yeah. I mean, you knew people. Yeah, I know. play for quarters at an arcade or got together locally, but. Yeah. Just a bigger
1: entity. Yeah, I knew of, like, obviously there's going to be, for video games, there's competitions and whatever, but I just didn't know, like, there's, like, a whole acting body you know there's events there's like rivalries and et cetera, et cetera. you know the story of fgc and and things like that so to finally be step into that atmosphere and seeing it firsthand and being a part of it um it's it's man, it's it's um definitely um not overwhelming but it's just like it's like um get a little bit of um, awestruck, you know?
0: Well, when you went to big events, like big E tournaments, EVO, when you were becoming a writer for KPB, did you do it traditionally the way some journalists would do it, like sports journalists? Did you take a pen and paper, maybe had a chat with a few players, some people that were there? Or did you just stand back, watch everything, and you were able to concentrate? Which which is your – Best way to concentrate, so that way you could translate everything to paper later on. Yeah. Well, are you more interactive with with the crowd, trying to get a, a bit here and there? Did try to talk to any organizers. Uh, hey, how did how, nah, how nah. did your weekend go? Not
1: really. I mean, that's been kind of like one of my flaws. I'm not I'm not vocal. I I wouldn't I wouldn't um I keep to myself. Um, don't really, you know, like I'm not outgoing like that. Or at least, um, ironically, is because of the FGC. I've been a lot more outgoing, so it's this is why I stuck around because I feel like this is good for me as a person. I noticed that when I go out to these events, I'm I'm I myself am more outgoing. I'm a more lot of outgoing person. Are like that, yeah.
0: Is it because you're among people who have the same passion? Yeah, I is- guess
1: it's just the underlying. Um, uh, I, I, I struggle to find the word. Um, like a uh, an underlying interest, you know, that like you're here for a common a common cause or a theme or something like that. So you, at the you're very least, afraid. you're not afraid you ha- to go up to somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like- you have an icebreaker at least, you know. So that's what it was. But um, no, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like um like like go out of my way to talk to people or like you know, try to get interviews or whatever. Like it was more like um uh. My style will be more like a kind of like a journal entry, really, um, and just you know tell about my events, uh, my my um my uh, interactions and, and stuff like that. Um, I remember I recount I, I tell this. You probably even know this story, like um, Evil Twenty Fourteen. You know, I'm just like taking in the atmosphere, and um, that it was a it was my first FGC event just as much as it was a um it was a getaway a father son uh, vacation to that's Vegas. Right. For a lot of people that don't
0: know, Parappa's father is very much into the FGC. He loves going to events. Yeah,
1: he's he's down. He's down to he's just down to travel in general and just like taking the atmosphere. So it's like, you know, he he saw that, I was taking the interest in it and he, he knows like going back and as an
0: attendee, been, he loves it you know he he's the it. kind of guy who's not gonna get into the backstage stuff he's not gonna really get he's not gonna get into the super details of it but as just an attendant again I, i've talked to him so he loves it like you say it's yeah. just father son getaway. Yeah. it's a good way to travel to vegas go to ceo down in florida
1: yeah and so for a lot of a lot of travels it was just an excuse to get away and um it just so happened, these, you know, certain, certain locales, you know, we have family. So, it was just like it was a family vacation in addition to I'm hitting up an event. So, it was just like an excuse to get together, you know. So, Evil 2014, it was a getaway. Um, and it was my first time in Vegas. It was his, I don't know, maybe third time. I, I'm not exactly sure, but... Um,
0: did you visit the pinball museum over there?
1: No, we did not.
0: That's that's one of my must-go but we were hit, we were hitting
1: up and hitting up the spots on the strip and all that. Um, but it was, you know, it was it was a eye opening experience for both of us because we I was introducing him to my scene and like this is what I'm into, and it's like, you know, he obviously he understands only like twenty percent of it because you know obviously he's not gonna follow the the games and, and stuff like that. But he, he knew knows, it was a competition. He knows competition. We're, we're, um, I come from a long line of coaches. My, my father being a coach, my grandfather being a coach, my uncle being a coach, uh, youth um, baseball and basketball. Organized and one, sports. Yes. so Which he knows another story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. But the point is, he knows competition, you know? And he knows, he puts a lot of emphasis, his coaching style has a lot of emphasis on, on heart and, you know, just, um, trying to, you know, working with kids. So we just trying, to, you know, mold them and push them to their best potential, you know? So it's the same, the same thing in, you know, fighting games and video games. You know, it's, it's competition. You have to, you know, you know, it's a craft you work at. It's a, it's a skill basically. So he, that was our, that was our underlying bond. Like this is, he understood the passion through competition for the sake of competition. And um, it was and we we were taking everything in and circle back to my one of my recounts, I entered the Vampire Savior side tournament that they had because at the time I was big on Dark Suckers. Still am, but like I was like actively playing it and I you know, I, I hit up I hit up the pool and I'm like, you know, I'm just waiting around to be called or whatever. They take uh, they take attendance. They start calling up, and <laughs> I was—I think I was the third one to get called. And they go, "The, the guy running the brackets—he looks familiar. I just can't recall his name." But anyway, goes AJ versus Haitani. I'm like, "Get the fuck out!" Of here.
0: <laughs> I get my, top Japanese player.
1: My my first. My first Evo match in a tournament, and I get drawn against one of the Japanese gods. Oh man, I took a round off him. <laughs> that's all I get. Uh, that's all I get. Uh, I took a round off him, and no perfects. That's the best I could. I get. Uh, For
0: taking a round off him, did you get a participation medal?
1: Nah, I wouldn't want it anyway. But it was um, it was a cool experience. I was like, oh, I was like, you no, know, let's just have fun, man. I'm just. You
0: just reminded me when Street Fighter Four was on top of the world. For a while, SRK and maybe Event Hubs, they would actually run an, a first, uh, you know, front page article about who's the poor sucker that gets Daigo first in Street Fighter 4. <laughs> I'm sure you remember those. Yeah, I
1: remember those. Yeah, I'm, for a I was that sucker. But, of course, he, he went on to win the freaking side tournament.
0: <laughs> How many players?
1: Well, a healthy amount of players. and I want to say, like, um maybe, like, around 30, 35. Maybe, maybe forty players for for that side tournament. Well, that's a lot for that game. That was, this that's is a r- lot for
0: all those old games.
1: Yeah, but what people don't uh, what people don't realize about Evo, uh, unless they've been to, is that the side tournament scene, which eventually grew into anime Evo, and in addition to its other other community run side tournaments, is that.
0: Before you go on, I've always yeah. wondered, and I never got an answer. Maybe it's because I wasn't asking it properly. Why the name Anime Evo?
1: Because it's predominantly anime games, obscure anime games.
0: That's silly, though. Well, I mean,
1: gotta call it something, right?
0: <laughs> I guess. But Anime Evo. I mean, I, I never got the. Name I
1: mean, of. it's. I mean, they're running stuff like Aqua Plaza, Melty Blood, and.
0: Well, it's the event to hold those um, tournaments at, because I guess the experience again—it's evolution. Mm. It's the big one. Yeah. It's it's gonna draw out a lot of you know more yeah. players than normal, and, then, yeah, and like exactly. you said, Vampire Savior had how much? Forty players. I, th- I
1: think I think around then at that year, and they always have a decent turnout every year, and as do any of those old, um, any of those old, um, those throwback OG re- retro, whatever you want to call. Well, uh, you've games. seen
0: you've seen Anime Evo yeah. firsthand, and. If a lot of people don't know, I'm sure the majority of people who listen to this do know what it is. It's basically the side event for all games that never made it into the main yeah, stage. The,
1: anything that was a main stage. Like, it's always been... It's always kind of... Those games have always been played. But I think... I forget which year. Maybe, like, 2017 around, around there. They finally, like, like branded it. And, took, like, took up all those all those anime games. And... and, and a couple other, other you know obscure games as well, like like Ninja Turtles for um Super for the Super Nintendo, like those type games, you know. Tournament uh, fighters. Yeah, tournament fighters. Yep, yeah. um, those those type of obscure uh, side tournament games. You know, they they took under their wing in addition to like any other off like uh, like the off the offshoot NRS game, depending on what year it was, either Injustice or Mortal Kombat or running even. Mortal Kombat 3 or whatever, you know, just like those type tournaments. But what people haven't been to EVO and they haven't seen unless they actually follow the the streams and whatnot is that the competition is just as stiff as the main stage. You know, you're attracting, you're still attracting players from around the world. So you're going to, you're going to get, you know, um, the top head or like the ringer from across the pond. You're gonna get some dude from South America that's raised a bust ass in KOF ninety eight or something like that, you know?
0: Is it because Evo itself it has the most attendees for its set games? and may have the most money, or is it because I get to have an Evo title?
1: Maybe a bit of both, but it's it's the draw that brings everything around. Now, keep in mind this is because it's the the prestige of. That tournament, if it was by any other name, or if another one, if another tournament had that draw, you know, it, people will still come out in droves and whatnot, it's just that's the the allure of it, and that's the reason why the competition is so high. So it's it's something to see, like even on like a group of like like my competing vampire savior, all, the, all those years ago, it's like yeah, there's like thirty to five, 30 to forty. Players, but they're all good. They're all killers. You know, it's something that you don't see because you see, you know, you look on a statue and like what are the attendees? You see forty as as opposed to like the thousands that come out for a main stage game, and it's just like ah, oh, you think it's nothing, nothing. The the matches are whatever. Nah, man, some some of those matches are just as good, if not better, than the main stage depending more- on the game.
0: From your experience, is there more passion in the side stage than there is in the main stage? They
1: they have the poverty game scene has a chip on their <laughs> shoulder. Games, yeah games, that, right. the self entitled poverty games, which I never really cared for the moniker, but whatever. But um, they they have that chip on their shoulder because they're they're in in the corner in the back the dark in the dark um hallway you know no, no one's really paying attention to us so a little, there's a little bit of grit to them you know. Uh, they- it's
0: weird because I've heard that term so many times. And you said some people take offense to it. Some others embrace it. Yeah. To me, it's all about the competition. I Maybe it's because I'm just not that passionate about it. Like, I would go, even if I would attend a big e event right now, if UMK3 is there, mk 9 is there. Playing I, it, yeah. I'm playing it. I never really look at it. Oh, well, you're a poverty game, you don't get no stream time. Maybe it's just the way I'm built. I, I, I don't care, I'm just I there think, to play the game. But some people really do have I think a it's hatred a, and a love for that term. Why is that?
1: I, I, if you were to ask me, I think it's a generational thing.
0: Is there more love or hate for the term? How about that?
1: I'm not sure because I it's a uh, it's it's not a good question for me man. I wouldn't really know the answer for that. I know a couple I have a couple of friends that can answer that better, but man, I oh mean um it's I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think it's if you were to ask me what you are, it's um I think it's a person by, by person thing because some people feel do feel a certain type of way because they get no stream time, they love the game and they hate that they uh, maybe uh, inferior modern game or something like that and their in their eyes get more uh, screen time and it's just like Like damn I get no I get no respect And then you have the other heads. that's just like I'm here. I'm here to play I'm, I'm here to bust ass. So let's 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 get it going. I don't care who who I'm playing grab a stick. Let's go So it's like that. I mean, that's my that's my view i got into the super turbo scene like that so i've seen i've seen it playing my game that i grew up loving love playing you know so it's i don't care i'm here i'm here to play people i'm here get better in my in my case and just you know absorb the atmosphere maybe make a friend or two you know it's it's the community aspect of it you know
0: but going back to uh, one of the original questions again taking evil something of that magnitude how do you put translate it on paper it yeah it's um, what do you decide to do you decide to focus on main stage more than the side stage anything, knowing there's enough journalists there covering it because it is the fgc's yeah. main event oh yeah it, it will be in the front page of ign if not oh, yeah. maybe buried, it was. but especially
1: back then yeah i mean how even, do you go even about so back it back then like i said man it's the good thing about, I mean, the thing about anything you do in basically in life, really in a professional field, is staying within your means. You know, you don't want to overexert yourself. So, you want to also be be you in a, any shape or form of fashion. So it's like I'm not, I'm writing a piece. Uh, this is my recount. I'm not. It it wasn't supposed to be a a a, a um. I guess uh, journalism basically. Well it probably was anyway, but um but not not journal journalism in the in the um the typical sense, you know? Um I'm I was not trying to like compete or idolize with anyone. I'm not trying to make my piece or my my article way better than the guy on IGN or any or event hubs or anything like that. It's, it's just I only I can only tell what I've seen and what I experienced and I'm gonna tell you about the magic. So the hook on that that Twenty fourteen article was the Haitani match that I had. It was the Galileo versus Dagura Blaze Blue Grand Finals it was one it was still one of the best matches I've seen in my life. That set was crazy, like me and my father were sitting in the in the way back and this is, and it had the early slot, so it's it started at eight a.m. and it's like grand finals was so like around nine thirty, close to 10, 10 a.m. So I I legit, you know, my father came down, he finished breakfast, he came it came in late, so it's like it's, uh, you know, loses finals just ended up where he just got in for grand finals. So I literally leaned into him like, listen, this game I don't really know much about, so he's just gonna you just got to sit here and watch it, man. He's just like, alright, sure. By the time that Grand Finals was done, we we gave a standing ovation because it was it was a display. And it was and if you go back and watch that Grand Finals, it was it was amazing. You know, it was just like the 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 blood and sweat that went into that. It was just like <laughs> something this is what this is the reason why it was the embodiment of the reason why we all do this, you know? So it was just like no, I had no, I, I barely know Blaze Blue and, and its inner you know, workings, especially back in 2014. And you know, my father, forget it. He, he might as well throw up a, a different, a different language up there for him, man. <laughs> but if we, you know, we knew like these guys just, just put it all out there, and it was just a back and forth. It was just like you had to stand on your feet and applaud these guys.
0: It's Game Seven.
1: Yeah. It was the game seven, and it legit went down to the game seven of of uh, tournaments. You know, last last match, bracket reset, all all that, all all the bells and whistles. You know,
0: what's that feeling like when you're in the crowd and you know that championship is literally up for grabs? Whoever wins the next round, as an attendee, as it's, a person watching, because forget the forget the competitors. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a different kind of pressure for them. Yeah. But you sitting there is like oh Jesus Christ. When we really when came the, down to this,
1: when the tense yeah, when it's when it's on edge, man, it's.
0: Do you feel I, the? Do you I feel never it in the crowd?
1: Yeah. Oh, you definitely feel in the crowd. It's never. I never use this word. It's electric. It's literally electric. It's. It's just electric. It's it's awesome in every sense of the word.
0: Just Especially the, in a stage as big as that. Yeah, the
1: stage as big as that, and again, I don't want to. Put emphasis on. You need a big stage to have something great. I've seen, I've had, I've seen pretty good stuff even over in the side tournament area. You know, it's just like, it's just like, it's obviously on a lot, on a lot lesser scale. It's not on a big stage. It's on a cabinet, like a little off, off in the hallway, and a group of guys that's huddled around, going, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh,
1: <laughs> doing that stuff. You know. But it's, they both have the merits, but just like a main stage, huge crowd, literally electric, you know?
0: What are the after hours like? The after What hours. are the after hours suites where all the betting happens? I'm sure there's plenty of betting money being placed under the table during main staging, Evo, but come on, let's talk. Let's
1: Not so much anymore, man.
0: <laughs> oh, did they cut down on that a little bit? Esports, esports. <clears throat> What's that? Sorry,
1: that... Shh, shh.
0: <laughs> that's, an, that's an evil word and you know in this community yeah, isn't it apparently
1: apparently but um, after hours after hours well again uh, this what goes,
0: are, uh, salty sweets aren't oh they yeah salty
1: called? sweets yeah good times but I never really partake because it's Vegas well yeah that's the thing it's Vegas and the times that the early especially the the earlier years when I went to Evo w- with that we were usually in uh in a casinos. we're taking it into Vegas you know it's again father son vacay as much as it is fighting game tournament you know so i didn't really partake in salty sweets and me personally i'm not really much of a uh, a party guy anyway so it's like i'm not i'm not really big on drinking and you know any after hour stuff unless it's just like playing but i didn't really you know delve too much in into that aspect but i knew obviously knew of it and obviously in the later years you know um you know you've you hit up so-called Salty sweet. You know, I hit, hit up a, a move, you know. Well, you've been to
0: Evo. You've been to the big boys like CEO Combo Breaker. Have you ever traveled to any? I have any... not
1: been to Combo Breaker yet, actually.
0: Oh, you haven't? I, I thought have you
1: did. I've been to CEO a couple times. Mm-hmm. No. Um, combo Breaker is like the FGC unicorn for me, man, because I wanted to go two years ago, and I got real sick, man. Like I, Like, I... I woke up the day of my flight and my throat was on fire i had not been that sick in a long time and i was just like i can't i can't go on a plane i can't go away for a weekend I'm, I'm shot so i had to scrap it and then last year i um i dropped the ball on a bunch of things and you know the logistics weren't there and i had to scrap it again because i i that was mostly mostly my fault again getting a room, getting getting funds together. It, it's just like it, the the stars were aligning against me for that and it was just like damn. And then fortunately this year enough said.
0: Well you've been to uh, Canada Cup right?
1: No I have not.
0: Well besides I, let's take Canada Cup because that's the easiest one to get to. Have you been to any other international events?
1: International? Actually no, no international stuff like I mean would I mean, you want I mean, to go to one. I mean the, I think maybe, but again, this goes back to me. I'm just like I, I don't really like to travel out of the country like that. You know, I've been, I, I've have like I've been to I've been to DR a couple times and um. Who well,
0: on Dominican? Don't you, don't you just love that? You know the resorts over there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been it's been a while. I've been there twice and one was for a wedding as well. I've been to um, Niagara Falls and that's my extent of outside the states. You know, the states itself have been around and around you know but um i mean i guess i guess technically speaking because of the magnitude combo breaker ceo and evo will be considered like international uh, tournaments i i I guess but it's for me it's national because you know obviously it's my home you know
0: well you get home you settle down take a shower have a nice night's rest next day you're in front of the computer to write an article about a big event you just went to what's the first thing you ponder about
1: fun fact for me because I know just how grueling it is coming coming back off jet lag and all that um, for evil and I, I decided to write I decided to write for Evo the first year because um, 2014 because that's when I just started writing for for the, the, the team and I just need material so I was just like you know what I'm going out I might as well just write about this. So I wrote about it actually on the plane ride back because that's a five-hour flight. So at least then on on the plane I have you know I have a rough draft or I sometimes I even finish you know. So putting that down is just like you know what stood out like obviously the grand finals, the people I meet. I told I told um afro this um years ago i think maybe i think it was 2017 2017 yeah evil 2017 it's just like he asked me what was the um what's like your fit what's your highlight of the weekend basically you know and i'm just like i had to think about it. it's like because because yeah the the matches are great the you know getting the games are, are great you know um you know the um the the announcements the 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 uh the glamour, the spectacle that that is these big events, you know. Um, and I pondered about them it. like it's it's the atmosphere, it's the, it's the people I I spend time with, you know. It's it's doing this, doing this right now, and it's just like you know, hanging out with your friends, seeing, meeting new people, me getting, getting new friends, you know. And it's just like you never know who who like is going to be you know um you know the next special person in your life because you decided to play a random game of i don't know fucking uh hyper fighting or whatever you know
0: (laughs) street fighter one yeah street
1: fighter one whatever whatever it's just like it's that's the 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 magic of fgc you know and you've seen that you see that at these big events you know
0: of the big events is basically the evolution of the arcade scene after yeah. the arcade scene died, exactly. except now you're literally in a room with everybody in the country yeah. instead of like your buddy from up upstairs mm-hmm. pouring a quarter into a machine yeah. that's the beauty of it
1: yeah it's and i was too young to to get that um, because again i'm i'm 29 years old so the arcade scene you know if i wasn't if you're not in again You're in Westchester. You're not in the city. You're not around in Chinatown and all that. You're not gonna see these arcade scenes. And I was too young to be like running off and hitting hitting them up, you know. Um, so like the '90s, obviously, baby. So, the the the, I guess I don't know where. You missed out. Yeah, I missed out. I missed out a lot. The the golden age. I whatever you want to call it, the golden age in the '90s, and then. 2000s with a Chinatown Fair or whatever I I didn't get to experience that um, the my arcade was just like you know whatever whatever del- delis or bodegas or anywhere that had a cabinet or whatever um, or
0: maybe a get-together at a friend's house yeah
1: and which I didn't really do all that much growing up which was kind of odd I didn't really I didn't really have that which was pretty Pretty weird <laughs> uh, I, I don't know I mean it's not like I, I had no friends I had friends it's just like I for whatever reason it's just like visiting my friends going over to my friend's house wasn't wasn't a thing for me um, and for whatever reason I honestly don't really know but um, it's um, yeah uh, the uh, yeah it's just that that spirit you know carries on and I really really love that and because because i kind of mi- missed that i missed out on that i want to like grab that and like hold on to it you know um it's it's something it's something magical so for me it's like it's pretty easy putting that translating that on on paper on on a screen getting down it's just like this is this is what i've seen and you guys near need to hear about this
0: and you guys also need to experience it whenever you, you can. You should, yes, you should Especially experience it. Especially if you're as passionate as, yeah. for fighting games yes. as we all are.
1: If you say, if you call yourself a fan, if you say you have an inkling of passion, and you like, if you say you like all the stuff that and what it what it is and what it's about, then like you, you are doing yourself a treat to going out to your locals, going out to your regionals, going out to your majors. And absorbing all that.
0: Well, it's almost, it's kind of like the same if you're a wrestling fan. Mm. You may follow Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling. And it is wrestling when you go do it. Mm. But as much as the company has hated the WWE, their shows still are a spectacle. I remember when I first went to go see, I could. For sure. I, I In my mind, I wasn't, you know, I, I went in there. I'm like, yeah, hey, let me go check it out. I've never been to a WWE event. A WWE event, excuse me, but when you go in there, even a, a small pay per view such as Money in the Bank, you could clearly see the production level is such at another yeah. level, and you feel it's just like, wow. I mean, jeez, this yeah. is the big leagues compared to the small leagues, you know, yeah, the yeah. minor leagues.
1: It's funny you say that because um, this um, this past CEO, when AEW had their uh, had their pay per view there, I yeah, me and Rod were talking yeah, about and that. Yeah, I went, and I went there. Now it's I funny. Like
0: I was talking to Rod, and he said that the people from CEO produced the show, but I could have sworn AEW brought in their own um, crew and produced the actual wrestling show. I mean, there, I mean they were those communities were basically ingrained because Jabaley is a big wrestling fan, and obviously a big, yeah. big video game. I mean, it was. A,
1: it seemed like a joint effort from what I, from what I was able to gauge, but there was definitely, there was definitely AEW crew there for for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, it was it was my first like you know wrestling event, and I'm not really all that big in wrestling, obviously. But I, I got friends like you, you know. Our, our oh, circles Andy. we have we we you know big wrestling heads. So you know, just through um every association I follow, you know,
0: every year WrestleMania, Andy's house, that was always the big party. Yeah, I went to true. a couple of them, maybe two or three, but that was that was where to go. Yeah. Because in the FGC there are a ton of wrestling fans. They oh, yeah. seem to go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, it's it seems like um, they the FGC for for better for worse. For however you look at it, wants to take up that go that business model route. They want to. They want. I mean, we've had a fair share of heels in the FGC, and if there's a heel, there's a face somewhere else. You know, so it's just like they. They definitely, they definitely glorify that and put it on a pedestal. I don't know if it's—I wouldn't say it's necessary, but it definitely makes for uh, viewership. That's for sure.
0: Who's the bigger heel, F Champ or Punk? Mm. <laughs> Retro, do you have an opinion?
1: Oh boy, I mean, I have an opinion, man.
0: Retro's over there with a face. Is I, like, hmm.
1: The, you, you definitely asked the wrong question, my man. To answer your question, F-Champ. But then that's all I'm, I'm saying on the map. <laughs> Ultimate Heal. <laughs> I don't know if that, that got picked up or anything, but yeah. Uh,
0: we'll get to him soon enough. Retro station, we, that is. He'll do, be sitting do down we, here. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> uh, well, listen, man. man. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. It was a great interview. Where can people reach you?
1: reach me that's the thing you can't reach me <laughs> oh you go shadow but to to be fair just to give you give you a, a peek under the lid um i am working on I'm trying to work on my own blog website i trying to get that going um, that's
0: right because the kpb site i is it down and some it's of your articles can be. Re- oh, it is under Yeah, construction. It's,
1: unfortunately we had some, some some gremlins with it, so a lot of the old stuff is gone now, so I can't even reference my, my old stuff. But um
0: Do you have hard copies of them? Yes
1: I do, of Not course. Yeah. So um Hopefully
0: I'm, you'll be able to I'm, upload the, so yeah, that. Yeah, the way. idea is
1: to re upload and try to learn also learn web design and try to try to be more of a, a, an assistance in that regard to to the squad and everything, mm-hmm. but I wanna get that going in addition to, you know, try to get back into the floor writing more, try to get my freelance going. Um, but I um, I'm only I'm only on Facebook and honestly it's per- it's personal account really. Um, I'm not big on social media at all, so but you just once, like me. But once I'm not that I have
0: anything against it, I just I have no use for it. Steve told me, you know, he demanded that I it's get it. It's a, a lot to keep up, and unless you have no, something, I'm not going to make him mad.
1: Unless you have something to sell, I, it's tough. But um, there'll, there'll be more, more news to come once I get that finally get that going. I actually have something to present to the public.
0: Well, we look forward to it. And when you do get that out there, we'll definitely see about you know getting all that information out there for you. AJ, it was fun. Thanks Take care, guys.
1: You. Be good. Be well. This has been a KPB
0: MediaWorks production. (laughs)